welcome to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. I'm your host, Annie, Air Force officer turned serial entrepreneur, author, CEO, fitness expert, and personal growth junkie. Honestly, though, guys, I'm just like you. I choose every single day to get uncomfy in pursuit of what others consider unlikely. And that's exactly how I built a life I am freaking obsessed with. And I want you to know that you're capable of the same. Here in this fam, yes, you're officially a part of the fam. We choose every day to quit our excuses, ditch the negativity, and embrace our best lives. Literally nothing is off the table when it comes to the conversations we're going to have together. We'll chat fitness, mental health, relationships, personal growth, business, and I'm certain we're going to laugh together. But please don't hold it against me if we cry together too. I know you'll leave this episode with the confidence and excitement to grow from your mistakes, pursue your passions, and ultimately own your life. Now let's get on with it. It's time to get uncomfy. What is up, you guys? It is Annie. Welcome back to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. I'm your host, and I cannot believe that 2021 is coming to an end. This is wild crazy. I was checking out my little Spotify warped, is it warped or wrapped? I think actually it's Spotify wrapped, (laughs) which is the stats of this podcast. And I just wanted to start today's episode off just by saying thank you to you guys. If you are day one listening to this podcast, if you are day 101, if you are day, I don't even know how many days we've been going now for like a year, over a year. Um, So if you're on day 401, I am so grateful for you uh, coming back, for supporting this podcast, for tuning in, for sharing on Instagram, for showing up, because honestly, there would be absolutely no podcast without you guys. I mean, I could sit here and talk to myself, but it's much more enjoyable knowing that I'm a part of your journey, that I am making a positive impact on y'all's lives. I just am so humbled. Every time I receive a message, every time I read a review on Apple Podcasts, which quick plug, if you haven't yet done that, I would so appreciate it. Consider that my Christmas present, right? Uh, <laughs> and this uh, this year of podcast is my Christmas present to you. But if you're enjoying the podcast, seriously, seriously, I would so appreciate it if you gave me a five-star review. Like I always tell you guys, that's really the biggest way we grow because the more five-star ratings and reviews that Apple Podcast gets, the more it like recommends it to people. So the more people we have listening, the more opportunities for amazing guests we have, the more visibility we have, the more impact we can have as a community, as a podcast. Uh, so I'm I'm asking you guys, please, 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 you can do it while you're listening to this. If you're on a walk, if you're in the car, uh, maybe not not if you're driving in the car, uh, once you're stopped <laughs> safely. Uh, if you're doing laundry, if you're cooking, just take five seconds and put a review up. I would so appreciate it. Okay, let's dive into the episode. I'm really excited about today's episode because it's something I've been kind of putting together for a little bit, just reflecting over the year, uh, reflecting over ups and downs and and just the journey that 2021 really was. And I wanted to share with you guys 10 things that I learned in 2021, things that I think are going to help me go into 2022 with a positive mindset, with lessons learned, with being able to use my experience to improve myself going forward. And isn't that the goal? Always improving 1% every day in some sort of way. 
That's my goal, at least. So I wanted to share these with you guys because maybe someone can relate to them. Maybe it will help you look at something in your life a little bit differently. And I don't know. I just wanted to share some lessons with you guys. So let's jump right into it. Okay. First off, number one, it is okay to outgrow people and things you thought would be in your life forever. This is a big one for me because I did a lot of growing this year. I did a lot of growing in a lot of different ways. And it was a year of, honestly, if when I look at this year, I could not have guessed a year ago that I'd be where I am today with the people in my life today, where my priorities lie, with my goals in mind. Like I just seriously could not have guessed it in a million years. Um, And so I think that this year I learned that it's okay to walk away from things that don't serve you. It's okay to, I, I use this word a lot, pivot, but it's okay to change. <laughs> and I know that sounds crazy, but I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to keep up with people's expectations of us and to look a certain way and to not let people down. And we do that so much that we forget to do what's best for us sometimes. And I think It might not always be best for other people when we change or when we grow, and it's hard to leave things and people behind, but I think it's really important. It's not just okay. It's essential to outgrow things, right? Imagine if we still tried to put on our childhood clothing, right? What good would that do us? Nothing. And I know that sounds like a really basic, simple concept, but I really believe like it's quite similar. People in our lives, things in our lives, jobs, careers, relationships, like it's it's important to understand when you outgrow something. And I did a lot of that this year and I put a lot of pressure on myself telling myself, you know, I still had to remain in this box. I still had to show up, you know, the way people expected me because I don't know why. I don't know why I thought that. And I don't know why I was putting so much pressure on myself to be what people wanted from me. Because when you outgrow something, it's it's hard to continue to fit into the place, the situation, or the relationship that you outgrew. And I don't know who else needs to hear that, but it's okay. It's okay to move on and let things go and you know, buy those clothes that are one more size up, right? Stop trying to fit into the clothes you outgrew. I know that was a crazy (laughs) metaphor, but I hope you guys know what I mean. Okay. Number two, everything happens for a reason. And this sounds so cliche and maybe a better way to put it um, would be time shouldn't be wasted stressing over mistakes or people or situations. I truly believe that everything can lead to something beautiful if you let it. And I think this is important to remember because I used to spend a lot of time overthinking and stressing and regretting mistakes or feeling bad about something or, and I know that I've been talking a lot about dating and relationships lately, but like stressing over like, you know, when something doesn't work out with somebody or, you know, why did this person ghost me or, you know, that type of stuff. Like I would spend so much time and energy on things that I couldn't change anyway, right? Like a lot of times there were things that already happened in the past or things I wanted to happen that I can't control. And the reason why I wanted to share this one with you is because once I stopped this year, once I stopped trying to control everything or spend time 
worrying over things that have already happened, I realized the chain of events after something terrible happens, terrible, bad, unexpected, uh, not wanted, right? The chain of events, if you really believe it, if you literally tell yourself, this is going to lead to something beautiful, it will. If you continue to put energy and emotion and all of yourself into a negative thing happening, you're not going to allow space for that positive thing to come from it. And this year, I really learned that. I was looking at a chain of events of meeting my friend group um, that I'm that I have now in Dallas, and it's so crazy how it all came to be because a few pieces of the chain of events were things that in the moment I thought were really negative, like you know, going through let's see, going through a breakup and then losing certain friends and then moving and then dealing with emotional, depressing things. Like a lot of these, and I know this might not make sense to you guys. I'm trying to kind of say it in a way that's not too detailed, but like the moral of the story here is if you really allow yourself to believe it, to believe that something beautiful is going to come from whatever situation that you're in, first off, it like, it fills me with so much peace. Just allowing myself to believe that. Um, not only that, but it allows space for that in your life. I mean, I think if you're just obsessing over why did this happen or this wasn't what was supposed to happen, or I regret this happening, or I wish this would have happened, like you can't change it. It's useless energy. It's a waste of energy and time and emotion. And I think that like, I mean, I just think that no matter what, something amazing is going to come from it. Um, and it, I challenge you guys to look at your situations, you know, look at past situations, look at something that you deem really amazing, right? Like, let's say you just got a promotion in work, right? I'm sure if you look back on the chain of events with that, there are multiple things in there that led to that happening that you in the moment would have considered negative, right? So the whole point of like this number two is that when I understand this concept, then when I'm in a bad moment, when I'm, you know, almost catch myself stressing about a negative situation or wondering why someone ghosted me or whatever, when I remember this whole concept, it allows me to like lose obsession over the negative, if that makes sense. Like I no longer really spend time stressing about that kind of stuff, especially when I catch myself. Obviously I'm human and yeah, it happens, but like in the grand scheme of things, I really do believe that something beautiful is going to come out of everything. So when anything negative even happens, it just gives me a really a really good mindset to deal with said negative thing. So that was something I learned this year for sure. Okay, number three, what you put energy into grows and what you don't won't. And this is a quote that I wrote down, I kind of played with, and I feel like that sounds really catchy. This is a quote I've been thinking about because... I've realized a lot of things in my life have have changed, you know, this year. This is a big year of change, not just for me, but I'm sure for a lot of people listening and all around the world. And what I realized is the things that I have been putting energy into are the things growing, like my friendships, my relationship with my family, my self-discovery, my um my love for life and 
some things are not growing. Like truthfully, I have been putting less energy into things I used to put so much energy into and I'm okay with that. And I'm looking at it and I'm realizing like, okay, Hey, look at this. Like, and I know it makes sense. It's a very simple concept that what you put energy into grows and what don't won't, but that just simplifies it. Right. So whenever you're looking at something in your life and it's not growing or it's not going the way you want to ask yourself and not, you know, not all the time. Is this the reason why, but ask yourself, you know, am I putting energy into this? Am I putting the amount of energy needed for this thing to grow? Or am I just sitting by expecting it to grow without any energy? You know, you can't expect a plant to grow without sunshine and water, right? So consider your energy, the sunshine and water, and the plant is your business or is your relationship or is your fill in the blank with whatever you want to grow. And I think just seeing a lot of things in my life shift this year, I realized like, okay, my energy truly is sunshine and water. (laughs) And I need to be careful of where I put it into because, you know, this can also be accurate for the opposite. Like if you put energy into something that's not good for you, that is also going to grow in your life. So negative relationships, toxic relationships, you know, a career that you're not obsessed with. If you continue to put energy into those things, they're going to continue to be a part of your life and continue to be there and exist, right? And so, I don't know. I just thought this was an interesting one. I have definitely shifted this year in terms of even a lot of business stuff this year, honestly. And this has played a role in it because this year was definitely a different year. And this is one of my points later on, like another thing I learned, but this year was definitely not a year dedicated to business, which for the last few years, I have been very business minded and business oriented and numbers oriented and goal oriented. And this year was a different year for me, but I realized it's because I I, di- I wasn't putting energy into business related things. I was putting energy into myself. I was putting energy into friendships and, you know, memories and traveling and my family and, you know, and so that's what's growing this year. And I loved this year. This year was amazing in so many ways. So anyway, that's number three. Number four, uh, this is kind of like a silly one kind of, but number four is adulting is hard. Okay. I'm 26 y'all. And, um, so I just, if you guys follow me on Instagram, which if you don't, it's at it's Annie Graft. <laughs> I, bought a townhome. I just closed in my townhome townhome about a month ago. Oh my God, over a month ago. Wow, that's crazy. Time freaking flies. <laughs> but so I just closed in my townhome and I, <laughs> I, it's, I am just like over my head in adulting and it's not always easy. Okay. So I have been living on my own now for a year. And before that I was living with um, a guy, uh, my ex, <laughs> to put it bluntly. I was living with my ex for three years post-college. In college, I lived in the dorms. And then in, because of the academy, Air Force Academy, you have to, obviously. And then from zero to 17, I lived with my parents. So like this year was truly the first year that I really lived by myself and did everything for myself. And I'm a very independent person. Like from a young age, I've always been independent. That's something like people always notice about me. My parents know that about me. I'm very independent, but I don't know. I don't know if I just wasn't aware 
But like, especially in being a homeowner, like setting up water and utilities and cable and gas and electric. So a funny story is, guys, I, so like I said, I closed down my home about over a month ago. And I'm not kidding you. I thought I set up all my utilities and gas and water and electric and Wi-Fi and all that sort of stuff. I get back from Guam and turns out your girl didn't set up her gas or water. So somehow I still have running water. I have fridge water, I have sink water, I have my toilets flush, my showers run. However, everything is freezing cold. So I get in, I tried to get in the shower last night and I'm waiting for the water to heat up and it didn't, it didn't. And I was running for like 10 minutes and I'm like, what the actual? And I ended up getting one of my friends on FaceTime and uh, we went up to my little hot water heater and I was like, what's happening? I don't know what the heck this is. What do I do? It's beeping. It says warning. Like, I don't, I had no idea. Come to find out, I had not set up my gas service. So I have freezing cold water. So that's one thing. It's like just little things like that. Or like, I I don't know. Maybe this sounds like a dumb one to some of you, but it's just hard. <laughs> like adulting, getting enough sleep, nourishing your body, having a social life, keeping up with friends and family, having dogs. Like it's a lot. It's a lot. And I don't know, just adulting. It's it's hard. And I'm not gonna say it's kicking my ass right now because I'm I'm doing good, but it's a lot. And so I just wanted to throw that one in there because th- this year I really realized that. <laughs> Number five is that listening to my body is the best thing for my body. For example, guys, this year I really dove into intuitive eating. Um, if you guys have followed me for a while or for a few years, actually, no, I'm trying to think. Yeah, for a few years, if you guys have been following me on Instagram for a few years, you you would know that I have always done a lot of tracking and recording of what I'm eating and weighing and macro counting and calorie counting and cutting and prepping and all this sort of stuff, right? I have spent so much of my time calculating what I should be eating, feeling bad about eating too much, feeling like I'm not even eating enough, trying to lose weight, trying to blah, 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 all this sort of thing. I... I had no idea how much of a blessing intuitive eating would be for me this year. I feel the best I felt in a really long time. Like I feel like I look my healthiest. I feel like I look fit. I feel fit. I feel strong. I am actually down like 13 pounds this year. Just honestly not doing anything crazy different. Just small things like my daily greens drink that I'm obsessed with. And if you guys want to get on a good routine, hit me up because I would love to hook you up with my little greens drink. There's like six ingredients in it, not ingredients, six products in it. I can hook you up with a discount. So that was just a little side plug, but I do that. I'm walking a lot because being in the city with dogs, I go on walks all the time. I'm training really hard. So I got a personal trainer this year for the first time really ever, I think. Yeah honestly. And that's been amazing for me, just having somebody there holding me accountable, counting my reps, watching, you know, telling me how much weight to do. I mean, because even as a trainer myself, I think it's important to have a trainer. Anyway, just little things every day. That's how a healthy lifestyle is created, right? It's not by obsessing and and zero to 100 and all that sort of stuff, which is like how I completely have lived my life in the past. I would also say like taking rest days, If I'm being honest right now, guys, I'm sitting here and 
I have not like stepped foot into a gym in like probably two weeks, honestly. And I'm okay with that. I'm dying. I'm actually leaving here. I'm stopping recording this when I'm done and I'm going to go work out in a gym for the first time in like two weeks. And in the past, I would have stressed out so much about that, but I'm not stressed out about it. I think that I've really taken this year to listen to my body. And if I'm craving something, I eat it. If I'm not hungry, I don't, uh, you know, I'm not counting how many hours between meals. Like, I don't know. I just realized that really just listening to my body, our bodies are so smart that if we actually listen to them, we are going to benefit greatly from it. So I don't know. I encourage you guys. It's been a long journey. If you guys want, if this is a subject that interests you, I have a whole podcast about my journey with body image, eating disorders, body dysmorphia, competing, all that sort of stuff. I forgot what episode number it is, but we'll, we'll drop that in the show notes and go listen to that episode because I kind of detail my whole journey there. And it's been a journey. I'm not going to lie, but I'm really grateful for all parts of it. I definitely think this year was a really great year of learning that I am capable of listening to my body and just letting whatever happened happen. All right. Number six is stop overthinking life. Like there's a perfect answer to every feeling situation or person. That's not how life works. We figure it out just by living life. I love this one. And this really, you know, I felt that there's a place for this on this list because I kind of talked about it earlier in this podcast, but I used to overthink a lot. I know a lot of people, people can probably relate to that. I know a lot of overthinkers and I used to think like, I remember when I was really honestly going through it with my ex and I would spend days, hours, weeks, months, even years, like wondering what's the right answer to this situation, right? Because I think I've talked on, on this before about the fact that I like intuitively know like my gut instinct was that this person wasn't right for me and that I was unhappy and that things weren't right and it wasn't who was supposed to be in my life forever. But I was so scared about making the wrong decision. I was so scared that like there was a right answer, a right thing. And I overthought it so much that I literally spent years holding myself back from the life I'm living now. Granted, I'm not regretting any of this. I know everything happened exactly how it should have, which has gotten me to exactly where I am today. But I think that honestly, it's almost similar to number two. It's just like, we, we're going to figure it out just by living life. Like just allowing things to flow as they are meant to flow because there's a purpose. There's a reason. I truly believe there's a reason why everything happens. And I really believe that, like I said at the beginning, if you believe that it's all happening for you and it's all going to work out perfectly, then that's exactly what's going to happen. You don't have to spend time overthinking or worrying or wondering what the right answer is or which way to go or what to do. If you just listen to your gut and just live life, that's a beautiful thing. (laughs) Okay. Number seven is love people where they're at. This one's pretty simple. I think I used to really expect a lot out of people. I used to expect people to be at the same place in life that I was. And I would get upset with people for not living up to my standards or my expectations. And, you know, I think I went, I've gone through so much in the last few years that really reflecting has made me realize like we're all at different places in life. And there are people way ahead of me in different 
places in life than me and people with different goals than me. And like, that is a beautiful thing. That is okay. So I'm learning and I've learned this year to really just love people exactly where they're at because there's no sense in wishing more from people or making people feel bad or withholding love from somebody just because they're not where you're at. Okay. I'm not saying that they have to be in your life and they have to, you know, be your best friend. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying show people love with where they're at. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know what they've been through. And so I think that is a a good lesson I learned this year. Number eight is therapy is important. Healing takes energy. I found an awesome therapist here in Dallas when I moved here and I go every Thursday. I've always believed in therapy. I really have, but I don't think I ever had a therapist that really helped me dig into healing and uncover things that I am not healed from, from my past that I think I just shoved down and I just thought was, you know, going to handle itself or that I shouldn't bring it up because it's so deep in the past, you know, what's it going to do? But healing takes energy. I think I did so much healing this year because I went to therapy and I put energy into my healing and into figuring out what was going on in my head, in my heart, in my history. And I'm such a big advocate of therapy. I have talked about it a lot, but therapy is important. This one's very simple one. Okay. Number nine, we're almost done here, guys. Number nine, self-discovery is a journey. So what I mean by this is it's like it's ups and downs. It's not linear. Self-discovery is not a straight line. You know, there are days where I feel great, like I'm making so much progress and I'm figuring myself out and learning what I want in life and what I don't in life. And then the next day I feel like I'm going backwards. And I would be really hard on myself when I was at the beginning of this journey being like, you know, no, I thought I was better than this. I thought I I could get through this or I thought that I would stop showing up in this way and start showing up in this way, you know, I would be disappointing myself. And what I realized this year is that it's just, it's all a journey. It's all a part of it. And I'm constantly learning new things about myself, constantly figuring out things about myself because I'm open to it. I'm open to listening to my heart and my head and kind of like taking what I'm learning in therapy and applying it to my life. And I'm not perfect. I'm far, far, far from it, far from it, but it's a journey and I'm loving it. And I'm glad that I've learned to let go of the self-expectation of perfection. I think we hold on to that a lot. We all are our own worst critics, right? And this year, I I tried to be easy on myself. I tried to really love myself even in the low moments. And that was huge for me. All right, the last one, number 10, is that there are seasons of life and it is beautiful. What I mean by this is that pivoting and changing and and improving and morphing, it's all part of life. And this is kind of similar to number one, full circle here, unintentionally. I did not mean for this to flow back into number one, but you know, growth happens and one day something might make sense in your life and the next day maybe it doesn't. And that's okay. And also maybe the next day you're back to what made sense the first day, right? And that's okay. You know, I I don't think that everything's meant to be in our life forever. And you can go back to things. Life's not that permanent. Nothing's really that serious. I'm such a firm believer in that. And I think, you know, 
I think it's important to allow that for ourselves, allow seasons to exist in our life and not just expect that everything's going to remain the same. I heard, I saw a quote, it's like, you know, the only thing we can expect in life is the unexpected, like something along those lines. Anyway, I firmly believe that and I'm learning to love all seasons. They're all going to look different and that's okay, right? It's beautiful. (laughs) So anyway, guys, that's really all I have for you today. I am so grateful if you're still here, still listening. If one of those or multiple of those stuck out to you, please share them on your social media. Tag at It's Annie Graft or at Let's Get Uncomfy.podcast and let me know which ones you loved. I love you guys and you'll hear from me next time. (laughs) Bye, y'all. That is all for today, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Hey, I'd be so grateful if you took one second to send this podcast to one person you know would love it. And also don't forget, leave a five-star review because honestly, go big or freaking go home, Becky, okay? (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or a follow if you're listening through Spotify. Also, go ahead and check this out at letsgetuncomfy.podcast and myself at Annie underscore fitlifefitme on Instagram. Tag us in your stories. Let me know how you're getting uncomfy and what you loved about today's episodes. Now, go do it. Go get uncomfy. Pursue what others consider unlikely. I double dog area. <laughs>